Good morning. Welcome back to day three morning session of Canada School of the Spirit 2021. Um, we're happy to be with you again this morning. Uh, still with me, I have Pastor Jeff, Pastor Femi, uh, Pastor James, and Pastor Bukumi this morning. You're welcome, sirs. Thank you. uh, we thank God for how far he's brought us in the program. It's been spectacular. It's been phenomenal. You know, the revelations that God has brought our way, the understanding, the depth, it's been so profound, and we are, we are just experiencing what it means for God to have mercy on his people. Uh, this morning, I'm going to start with uh, Pastor Femi. Uh, just a recap of yesterday morning, you know, Pastor Tayo was ministering to us, and he, uh, he said a lot of things. So we just want to get a summary of what you took out of Pastor Tayo's message yesterday morning. Um, praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you very much for that question. Um, I would like to just look through my notes because he said a lot of things yesterday that I would like to um, point out um, that um, I got. So um, it was a very profound ministration. I don't know how he was able to bring all that out within that very short term moment, but I was really blessed. But there were some few things that um, he really mentioned um, yesterday that um, were really profound. Um, you know, um, I think one of the things that really um, caught my heart yesterday when he was talking was that um, there's a way the kingdom of darkness reacts when understanding is coming to men. You understand that? One thing they hate is actually uh, when men are being set free, when believers are being set free away from the king, from the flesh. You get when people are being are changing kingdom of darkness, there's a way they react. And um, that made me understand how much this spirit hates us. Mm -hmm. You understand? We are dealing with spirit that has deep hatred for us. You do understand? So um, that's one of those things that, um, he, that really caught my attention yesterday. And um, you know, when you know that the spirit that you are dealing with hates you, there's a way you react to them too. You don't react friendly with mm -hmm. them. You, you launch assaults. Into their, into their midst. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I started realizing that this flesh that we're actually worried with is actually um, something that they want to, the, the kingdom of darkness don't want us to overcome. So our warfare has to be very, has to be very tenacious in our warfare. So in our went for that, I said that, um, he, he, he said something, he said, um, Christ was the first man to actually break out of the, this world. Praise God. So um, it was through the learning of the spirit. He was the first man that broke out of this world. So, uh, and um, that's how we have to, we are, it's somebody that we have to learn in order for us to actually break out of this world. It's a, it's a wisdom that he has. There's a wisdom that God taught him that he was able to actually meander his way out of the strongholds of this world. So Christ was the first person. So if any man... As you know, in the book of um, 1 John chapter 2, was saying that if any man says he abides in, let him walk as Jesus walked. Yes. You understand? So for a man to actually overcome this world, which is the first mm. level of overcoming that every man has to go through. For a man to he has to walk even as Jesus walked. You understand? So I started realizing the fact that a, a man must be able to copy the steps of Jesus. His footsteps. 
his footsteps and you know the bible says that he's a high is a high priest he has is the one that teaches us you understand he's the wisdom and the power of god you get so for a man to overcome the world a man must be receiving the wisdom which is the content that is in christ that helped him to overcome the world but he now went further again he went further and then that was where he was actually talking about that um, in romans chapter 10 when he was saying that i wish that my the israelites could be saved you understand so and um, now for so long i've been uh interpreting that scripture as salvation the day you got born again but he went further yesterday and said it's not salvation because he now started mentioning that they have zeal for god but not but without knowledge you understand so definitely he's not talking about the day you got born again because you don't need knowledge the day you got born again you just need to believe so if he's mentioning that they have zeal without knowledge then definitely there's a fault in what he's talking about is not just salvation of getting born again he's talking about salvation of their soul you understand taking them further in the journey of salvation praise god and um another thing that i mentioned and i said and now went further i said now darkness is past when he's talking about the book of first john chapter 2 verse darkness is past and the true light now shines and he was telling us that when darkness is past is when this world has already been taken away from our from us so people in first john what they were actually talking to them is now to start fellowship with the true light which is the light of eternal life. So for a man to fellowship with the light of eternal life, a man, darkness must have passed. You understand? Darkness must have eroded. So darkness has passed, and then the true light is now shining. Praise God. So if darkness has not passed, then true light cannot shine. So, um, and um, it was, that was when he now started talking about um, the place of um, going further from Christ and um, learning further you know getting to know god that no man can actually see god unless christ first has been formed in him um, that's the little summary i can give you he said a lot yesterday but i'll just stop here for now praise god praise god yeah that was a great summary um i'm going to go to pastor bukumi um one of the things that we know just not just from reverence teachings but from teachings just um, coming from EGFM, even here, is that before you're going to become precious or be, before you're going to become a son of God, you, you're going to have to go through t- trials, um, dealings, um, chastings, you know, chiseling from God. Now, I want you to maybe kind of explain to us, you know, and people who may not be familiar, um, how do you know that your trial is a trial or should I say suffering of Christ? Like, is everything maybe bad or inconvenient that's happening to you a trial? Or, or what is it that differentiates? For example, we're in a pandemic. Am I going through the sufferings of Christ right now because I'm uncomfortable? Can you just explain to us what it means to be having trials of Christ, mm. you know, so that you can become precious? Mm. Okay. Um, I just start from the example you just gave. So. Uh, to go through trial uh, is not just because you are put in, an, uh, in a position where you are uncomfortable, generally speaking. So, for example, um, uh, if you say just because I'm in pandemic now and there's COVID, I can't go anywhere, am I really suffering? Uh, that is not the suffering of Christ in the sense that it's not relating to Christ directly. Right. Mm-hmm. When it's a suffering of Christ, it means it's actually a suffering pertaining to the training in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes. basically, if um, I would say what my trial is, is for example, if in this pandemic, 
uh, God had to sit me down yes. and train me to listen to messages, mm. right? And before, I normally don't have strength to just listen to messages. That could be a trial because, number one, it's uncomfortable for me mm. in the sense that I don't like listening to messages. And those messages <laughs> are designed to raise me, yes. mm -hmm. right? Now, just in my nature, I just like just, I don't know, anytime I feel like I just do it, I just, mm. you know, play. That, then instruction begins to come and start telling me, you know what, sit down, listen to messages. So, for example, when Reverend started teaching, you know, our prayer for the nation, it was a long <laughs> stretch, <laughs> you know. Yes, now, I can say that that could be a trial, of, uh, you know, because for you, normally you can't stay that long to listen to messages. Mm. Normally, you know, some of us, we have different message tolerance. Yes. Yes. For example, people just like it short. 20 minutes, let's do it. 30 minutes, you know, the moment is going beyond that, our normal uh, mm -hmm. threshold, yes. Yes. problem start. Yes. Yes. That, is, that, is, that is when you know, we start zoning yes, out. Yeah. Uh, you know, be, be, well, sleep can kick in any time, but at that threshold, there is enough might hmm. you know, for sleep to take over because <laughs> we, are, we are already out of uh, mm. the, the atmosphere. Yes. Because cause w when you are actually listening to messages, it's not just the teaching alone. It's an atmosphere mm. where you plug in your heart yes. mm. so that mm. you can follow the teaching. You know, you can follow it line by mm. line and mm. follow it so you can internalize as the word is going. And as part of the things we uh, were praying this morning is that Satan begins to war, right? Mm. When Satan is not beginning to war with us in the sense of that... You know, being involved in the message, then when I begin, to, when we are warring, is when trial is taking place. Mm. Uh, so every trial that has to do with Christ, your trial, it has to do with training, which will result in a growth in the soul <coughs> with regards to life in Christ. Mm. If it doesn't end there, it is not a Christ trial. Some are suffering, and some people put themselves in suffering in different situations. But that one doesn't mean it is the suffering of Christ. It just means you are in the wrong place, in the wrong time, or different things. Mm. Or maybe we just not, uh, we've not acquired enough judgment to escape certain situations or that disobedience. We, we shouldn't be in. Yes. If, if that answers the question. Yes, that does a wonderful job. Thank you, Pastor Bukumi. So trials, if you're suffering and it's not leading you to growth in Christ and death of the flesh in mm. the soul, then you are suffering for nothing. You have to ask the <laughs> Lord for trials of Christ. Amen. 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 I'm I just yes. To that, please. Um, I think that subject of trial was uh, that was the main thing that stood out for me yes. from uh, Pastor Tyo's teaching. Yeah. I think he ended it that way. Yes. Yeah. And um, most of the end part was just trying to get the heart to really agree mm. with what it's going to take yes. Yes. to come into fullness. Right. And, yes. and uh, so he was saying that trials is an important part, an integral part mm. of every soul's journey yeah. mm. to fullness. And, and when he was saying that, I was, of course, we here in, um, in, I guess maybe in the developed world, North America, what trial might mean here might be different for we people in maybe the third world who live in other places where trial is very, very manifestly 
you can easily just there are many things in your life that you can say look this is a trial yes, that's sir. a trial in fact yes. sometimes your whole life can be a trial <laughs> depending on where you are what country you're living in yes. praise god like you said i think not every trial is a trial of christ or the mm. trial of faith um there is a i think there is a a psychologist in Canada now, I think is regarded as maybe one of the foremost thinkers in the world, Jordan, Jordan Peterson, who defined life. He said life is suffering. Hmm. He said there's no better definition of life. He yes. said when you think of it, no matter how wealthy you are, what you are born into, some basic things most likely will happen to you. You're going to grow old. A aging is not pretty. Mm -hmm. right? At some point, you could get sick. You could have some kind of tragedy. Life is just suffering. And so, so, but that kind of suffering, like you were saying, is not, is not trial. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. and when you see that way, you now see that if the, the trial is actually a Holy Ghost word, mm -hmm. it's a yes. scripture word, yeah. right? it means something spiritually. Yes. And it means something to every soul. It, it's a customized yes. activity That's that yeah. happens in the path of Christ. Mm -hmm. That no matter what environment you're in, you're going to have your own. Yes. And... Uh, the point was maybe here in the developed world where, I mean, when it comes to, there are some things you know basically, worst case, you are going to eat. Yes. Mm -hmm. The government takes care of <laughs> that, basic yeah. things. You know, here in Canada, if you're sick, you're going to get basic care. You know, so in those sense, many things that are trials elsewhere might not be trials here. So, and I think that's something that believers who have spoken to, some of believers who come this way to this part of the world, and all of a sudden, all the things that used to seem like trials before, mm -hmm. that seemed like the main areas where you trust God for, you wait yes. for this, you have patience concerning this. When you come here, those things are working. Everybody's enjoying those things. Mm -hmm. So you can be in a place where you're hearing a message about trials. You're mm -hmm. looking for, where's my own trial? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> what, the, what you think trial is um, doesn't sound like what you've envisioned, what you, you used to know it to be. Yes. But here, there is also... To me, I think the trials yes. of a soul mm. in the faith of Christ in the developed world is actually greater. greater. Yeah. But it's more sophisticated, mm. it's more subtle, yeah. and it's more easy to experience defeat. Yes. I, I think trial here comes primarily in the form of pleasure. Yes. Oh my God. I think so. Mm. It comes mainly in the form of pleasure. Um, and I was, I was thinking about this, and I, I remember that church in, in Revelation chapter 3, where the Lord said, look at you, you think that you are rich, you, are, you yeah. have everything. Mm. Remember what he said to them? Mm. <laughs> that was a holy place church, yes. means they were in that terrain of Christ, praise God. And then he said something, he said, but you, should, you don't know you are naked, you are blind, you are broke, but come to me and buy gold, tried with fire. So it means there was a relationship between their state of mm. re relaxation yes. and it's because they were not going through the trial. So trial can be the exercise of the soul to resist pleasures mm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. Thank God for that explanation. Mm -hmm. You know, Pastor Taya said something. He said you can be in the Birkenham Palace and God will bring trials yeah, to you. Yeah. So um, trials may not be, you know, maybe sickness in your body or maybe lack of provision. It could be just that thing of say no to this, say no to the voice yeah. of the enemy, deny the flesh, deny your comfort. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to go to Pastor James now. Um, uh, Reverend, 
gave us another blow yesterday. <laughs> so I want you to kind of give us a summary of what you took out of it before we go further into details. Yeah, just a summary. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I think I'm going to take Pastor Femi's cue. <laughs> I don't put my notes. I take a lot of notes. Uh, so I'll try and summarize them. Um, but there's just one thing personally, first of all, that really struck me was the understanding of vanity. Mm. The ministry, the, uh, uh, the and he said from Pastor Tayo as well in the morning, yeah. uh, uh, the vanity and the world. But Reverend Daddy really, Daddy really went into showing it almost as that negative Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, there's one scripture uh, that was mentioned. Uh, you know, the, um, I think it's Second Peter chapter one where it says that uh, where these uh, great and exceeding promises, you may be partakers of the divine nature, haven't escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Mm. So I think vanity, that's the world through lust. And so what's the opposite of corruption? Incorruption. Mm-hmm. So vanity is really the enemy to the other, for, to enter the, you know, to ac- gain access to incorruption. Mm-hmm. Because you get corruption by vanity. Mm-hmm. As in the world through lust. And with that corruption, a man cannot access they, they won't, the Bible says, if the man loves the world, the love of the father, father mm-hmm. and that, the father is the one who, who manages, who's in charge, who runs that incorruptible seed, yeah. who all, he offers that. And so it, the father, the love of the father, that seed cannot, you can't gain an access to that seed if you have not overcome that concept called vanity. Yeah. And it's not just how we understand vanity. Vanity is deep. Hmm. Well, based on what Daddy was teaching yesterday, vanity was is vanity is not just vanity itself is also a seed, yeah. just as it's incorruptible seed. Yes. Vanity is also a seed, and when when I yeah. hear when I hear seeds, I think about thoughts yes. also. So I could be very self-disciplined in not buying vanity or not engaging in vanity, but vanity is, is, is still inside me, mm-hmm. and until that, that seed is gone, the love of the Father cannot. So the other seed, the incorruptible seed, cannot. I can't gain access to that other seed. Yeah. Uh, for me, that was what the thing really. That's really. I don't know the word to use. It bamboozled me as last <laughs> night. That's it. Just, just understand that the thing is deep like yeah, that, yeah. and it's it's so it's so precious. Amen. Amen. Uh, but uh, in Jim Daddy was talking about a lot of things. Uh, I'll just share a few. I was able to note down. Um, it was still a continuation. It, it's I, I believe or it seems that from the first night, um, a lot the foundation of where uh, this meeting of streams are coming from is Mazar twenty eight, okay. where it says, "For I lay in Zion, uh, for a foundation, a stone, tried stone, uh, a precious sure cornerstone, sure and sure foundation." Uh, so I, I last night was another uh, another. Deep dive again into all those things. Those are dimensions of Christ. Those are levels of Christ. Uh, personally, I see them as faith, hope, and charity. The dimension of uh, 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 I lay in Zion a, for a foundation is stone. I see that as faith. The trial of the faith is your hope. That's what because he walketh patience. 
and charity is almost like you becoming i don't know i don't know i don't know if i'm accurate but you becoming precious like let me mm-hmm. just pray that way yes. amen you're you're joining into the dimension of fullness mm-hmm. of or becoming precious mm-hmm. uh, so yes. is that journey again of faith hope and charity mm-hmm. And we've been spending, uh, Daddy, uh, this whole SOS, Daddy has been spending a lot of time in that Christ movement, in that Christ movement. So uh, there are a couple of things uh, uh, that just stood out to me. Um, there was one scripture I read from Timothy where it says that the man of God should be perfect, that all scriptures are inspired by the Holy Ghost, uh, so that the man of God should be perfect, thoroughly furnished um, unto all good works. And the interpretation of that being thoroughly furnished, becoming precious, mm. and then or onto good mm. works, almost like connecting that with being mm. sure, the, the next level. But yes. I, I was seeing there that this uh, this Christ business yes, has to be thoroughly. Mm. <laughs> it has to be properly <laughs> done. Uh, uh, to that's be just. It has yeah. to be investigated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I just want to finish by just encouraging us uh, to garner more strength. Mm. That if they say thoroughly furnished, mm. it means it will take time for the yeah. furnishment. Wow. And uh, we still have a little few a few more sessions. Uh, in this SOS, that we should just gather, uh, gather enough strength in our heart uh, to endure long ministrations. Mm-hmm. I feel even the morning sessions can even extend small evening sessions. Let Daddy just feel the freeness. You know, the, uh, our hearts is what what regulates in a sense. The openness yeah. or the closeness of our hearts yeah. is what sometimes limits or permits the flow. Uh, I just want to encourage us to permit more mm. uh, because we need to be thoroughly furnished. Yes. Uh, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor James. Excellent, Amen. excellent summary. Um, I want to just delve deeper a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Jeff um, this question. Now, Reverend spent a lot of time at the beginning of his message talking about how Christ is the revelational man. Okay. Mm. He said that evil spirits are so sensitive to understanding revelation. You know, he mm-hmm. talked about Daniel, how, you know, spirits in the air were just so hostile. Answer came mm-hmm. on the first day. It took three weeks mm-hmm. before he eventually got his answer, right? Yeah. And so we're seeing that evil spirits have so much, make so much investment in making sure that souls don't receive enlightenment. Mm-hmm. You know, Reverend said, for example, that it was evil spirits who clubbed Paul. I was astonished. I said, that's, that's just insane. How, how forceful, how formidable, how resilient, just so that you don't understand. So can you just, you know, explain to us or just expound more that why is it that we should pay attention to understanding? Why should we be as resolute and, in fact, as angry yeah. as the yeah. kingdom of darkness? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like force for force. Why is understanding revelation so important yeah. to your journey to becoming Christ? Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Praise God. Reverend um, said a lot yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, just the skill with words to paint the implication and of what understanding means. Um, he said that, he actually said Christ is a, is a, is a frame, an entity mm-hmm. of, or is a revelatory man. Yeah. Right? And then he said that Christ existed before 
even man was created. Yes. Right? Before yeah. man was created, yeah. Christ existed. There some things that existed. Flesh existed. Yes. Before man. I think it was a pastor TJ who yeah. explained yeah, that. Explained that one yesterday. Yes. yes. Yeah. To me, I was like, wow, that was that's because flesh is <laughs> yeah. not this, right? Flesh yes. is an arrangement. Yes. It's yes. a nature. Flesh. Yes. Reverend yeah. said Reverend said flesh is the reward mm. of yes. the of the Christ, mm. yes, of the world is yes. the world's reward, yeah, right. So, when you deal with the world, and, and that's what vanity is, is the reward of vanity, yeah. is flesh, you mm. become flesh as, as a reward. So, and those that reward called flesh, they existed before money was actually prepared, the devil has already concocted it. Mm -hmm. So, it is actually a it's actually a makeup of an understanding that. The devil had packaged and prepared for mm -hmm. man to come, and and I believe that even the kinds of flesh that you begin to see in the end times, the the code, the script, the makeup, the engineering of that flesh mm -hmm. is already finished mm -hmm. in the laboratory of the devil. <laughs> it's just for the progressive revelation of man <laughs> to embody what is already there. So you yeah. see, we are dealing with finished products, products of a, a wicked spirit mm -hmm. that they are delivering to men. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. and, and so, um, one of the things that Rev Reverend K brought out was that he, he went to that Ephesians chapter 4, mm -hmm. praise God, where he spoke about the vanity of your mind, mm -hmm. praise God, mm -hmm. and he now spoke about, that will bring about ignorance that is in you. Mm -hmm. But he said that you have your understanding darkened. Mm -hmm. You see that? So understanding can be darkened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So vanity actually comes about because of that understanding is revelation. Mm -hmm. But he said revelation of God brings light, but revelation of the enemy brings yeah. darkness. Mm -hmm. And the soul is a revelatory entity. Yeah. So whether yeah. you like it or not, yeah. you are constantly receiving so revelation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He, he said that one of the, the greatest things the world wants to give you is glory. Yes. How does, how does the, the soul get to a point where it lusts for glory? It's a revelation, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Any glory a soul desires is because one day he saw it somewhere yes. mm -hmm. and it entered into his heart as an understanding, yes. a revelation, and he could begin to, to desire it. Yes. Yeah, so th in the same way, um, if Christ will be formed in us to combat um, vanity, to combat the forces of darkness, right? It has to come by revelation. Yes. And, and Reverend K says, he said that the, the, he said the, the house of God, that holy temple, that so you yes. grow up into an, a holy temple from the Lord, he said it's a holy temple is built by the manifold wisdom of God. God. Praise God. Mm. So, and that manifold wisdom, when you go to chapter, chapter 3, um, he was saying that that wisdom is what should be made known. The intent of the revelation which Paul had is that that wisdom should be made known to principalities mm. and powers in the, in the heavenly places. Mm. You see that? Yes. So those principalities and powers, like the ones who fought with Daniel, right, those mm. princes, right, or we call the princes of this world, mm. they are all entities of revelation. Yes. Mm. Right? And in order for our house to be built, you are built against... They are building against a frame, a dark framework of understanding. Yes. So you need to come into a, an enlightened framework of understanding yes. in order to, to, to overcome. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I'll go to Pastor Femi right now. Uh, Pastor Femi, yeah. Reverend spent some time 
like towards the middle of the message. You know, mm-hmm. it was long. It's like four messages in one. <laughs> 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 so he he spent some time talking about the trajectory of a soul, like a believer's soul. And I think Pastor Jeff touched on it, mm-hmm. just in terms of being worldly. Mm-hmm. You know, he said a soul can be actually in the church, but still be a Gentile soul. Yes. Um, what do you, what do you say? to a soul who is on that course, like, you know, you are exposed to, you know, doctrine, mm-hmm. but the soul is having a wrong trajectory, yeah. you know. And he said that it's difficult to remove mm. that thing, that love of the world yes. from a soul. So what, can you just explain to us, like, just expand on that thing of, like, why would a soul... Um, take that path. Um, praise God. Well, thank you for that um, question. Um, one thing that um, I realized is that um, when, when I started listening to Word of Righteousness, one thing that Word of Righteousness brought me to see is for me to come to a sincere place where I agreed that I had darkness in me. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I agreed with you that I had darkness inside me that needs to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I realize is that if a Christian does not agree with that fact that he has a problem that needs to be taken out mm. for him to see the hope that God is bringing to him, mm. he will fellowship with vanity and feel like he's serving God. Mm. <laughs> yes. So that's because the devil knows how to paint vanity in a way that it can look spiritual. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So you can see a man of God that the vision in his heart is to build an edifice mm. for God. But it might not be God that painted that vision. Mm. It might be the wisdom of mm. this world yes. that painted that vision. Yes. And there's a glory attached to that yes. thing. You understand what I'm saying? So once I agree that I have information in me that can mm. turn me my eyes away from God, mm. then I will pay attention to inside me mm. than actually just... Um, mm. Chasing. Yes. And I can, one thing about faith, mm. faith principle is that you mm. can use it to get anything unless your heart has been cultured to serve God. Wow. Yes. Wow. I remember when I started, um, when I, when I started um, understanding the principle of faith towards God, there were, I just felt like I could do anything. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could use faith for anything. Mm-hmm. And I was getting results. Come on. So later, mm-hmm. when all the righteousness came, I started realizing that many things I used faith for, well, it was my. Hmm. Darking judgment that gave me that vision. Wow. But faith, my still faith still knowledge works. still <laughs> produced it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So a, a, a man can think he's okay mm. when he's getting results using faith. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But in my, the, what is informing the desire wow. might be darkened understanding. Yes, wow. So they have to judge that heart. Yes. And it takes yes. mercy. Yes. Sometimes when I see people like that, I need to go and pray. Hmm. It's not just by teaching alone. Hmm. Teaching can do that job, but sometimes you need to hmm. pray. Sometimes hmm. they need to subject that person to a process. Hmm. You know, subjective leading. Yes. Where they will corner you in a place yes. and, and restrict some things no in your life. <laughs> yes, they hold sir. your choices. Yes. So when they hold your choices like that, then they can turn your heart hmm. away from those things that you are seeing. Hmm. 
Yeah. So oh, it, it takes mercy, it's a mercy operation. Yes. And um, God will really help us because Amen. we all have it. Amen. Yes, so. We all have it. <laughs> so every single time we need to be praying and be sincere with God and be asking God, God, come and judge this heart. Yes. What you are seeing yes. that I'm not seeing, come and help yes. me. Yes. So that's what I can advise there. That's what I can say that to <laughs> reach that kind of soul, it takes mercy of God. Yes. Mm. Yeah, over yes. time. Yes. Because the wisdom that has profited the person yeah. is hard yes. to let it down. Yes. So yes. God has to, the, the way mercy has to operate in that person, that they will break those things down in his life. Yes. yes. Praise God. Yes. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? I, as I was speaking, I just saw, hey, um, I've seen that Mark 11, mm. 24, yeah. right, that place. And I, I just began to see clearly the difference between the character of that faith mm. and the faith of the Son. Yeah. That faith. Um, is a is a is a, is a powerful faith, mm. but if I can use this word, I don't know if I'm, if I'm more offending, but it is not an intelligent faith. Mm. In the sense, yeah. when you read it, you see whosoever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It means he doesn't distinguish whosoever yeah. shall yes. sit onto this mountain yeah. and then shall not doubt in his heart. Say, you shall have whatsoever. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> whosoever can have whatsoever. <laughs> so it means that that faith will just be walking, walking until something powerful than it stops up. Yes. yes. And say, no, you won't walk anymore. Yes. <laughs> so, so the faith doesn't distinguish where is this will from, where is this intention. So that's why, like you said, someone with darkened understanding with the will of this world. Mm can be using faith and getting results, yeah. but, but to the detriment of mm. the soul. So, yes. Yeah. Amen. This yeah. is so wonderful. I'm, yeah. I'm being so blessed right now. I, I can't believe this. Um, Pastor James, you know, just based on the flow that we're having, I just want to ask this question. Reverend talked about being strong-willed. And I think that's one of the places where Satan can, can um, find increase of vanity in the soul when the soul is strong-willed if there are people listening and i know even myself i find this in areas of my life where it's difficult my will is stronger than my resolve mm. you know what do you do what do you do when you find that your will is too strong sometimes like you know he said strong against christ mm. strong against god you know, and, and I think that also relates to, you know, worldly wisdom mm. because it's instructed us and it's instructed our wills over the years. Mm. And that's how we know how to live. What do you do when you find that your will is too strong? It's oh. just really practical. Like, what can I do? I'm trying to change, but I can't. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'll just be honest. I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy of God. Mercy of God. I know if somebody can help me, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe ah. Pastor Thompson. I will attempt. Yes, we don't have that much time. So after you, then I'll ask Pastor okay, Jeff a question. I'll just, I'll just attempt to answer that. Yes. Uh, so if you find out that you are strong-willed, what can you do? Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we learned from even the prayer meeting is that um, there, are, there are things that fight fullness, mm. right? So there are enemies against fullness. Mm. Mm. Now, those enemies, uh, you know, we, I read in Colossians chapter 2, right? We, we talked about the rudiment of this world. We talked about uh, you know, uh, cunning deceit men and the slight of men, yes. the magicians. Then we talked about uh, the wisdom <laughs> of this world, right? Yes. Uh, philosophy, yes. which is basically the love of the wisdom of yes. this world. Now, what I want to point out is that 
the will in the soul itself is informed by something. Yes. So the, you, you don't just have a will for yourself out of nothing. Mm. The will that we have is <laughs> vetted out of an information Th that is already, already yes. inside the soul. Mm. Right? And that uh, information is gained from a wisdom, yeah. which is the negative Christ. Yes. Mm. Right? So that information is what built will. So the info, it, it's good to understand that what we are using that we call will, mm. right, <laughs> is defined by a life or mm. by an information. Yes. Right? Yeah. Now, we now, now to, we now need to be meek. Mm. When, we, when we realize mm. that or when information comes to tell mm -hmm. us that, see, see this area, mm -hmm. it ought not to be so. Right? When the pastor was leading us in the prayer this morning, and he also mentioned areas where counsel begins to instruct us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So when we realize that we are strong, we will definitely counsel will come to instruct. Yes. Then meekness is now needed yes. to actually take the counsel mm -hmm. so that we can answer righteousness mm -hmm. and then be free. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's why we gain liberty. liberty. Because that will mm -hmm. is actually to enslave us mm -hmm. to a knowledge governed by spiritual wickedness. Mm -hmm. right? But then we now need to receive life from Christ which would help us to, re to gain freedom yes, from sir. flesh. Praise God, Pastor Bukumi. Thank you. That was precise and cutting. Thank you so much. Um, Pastor Jeff, I'm just going to ask you um, one final question. And I think this question is very important because this was the end of Reverend's message. He started relating, you know, this stony nature to the priesthood. He said to be chosen is to have life. To be precious is to come to peace. You know, he said... He said, stone is life. Tried stone is life. Mm. Precious stone is peace. Yeah. And then he went into all kinds of things. I'm not even going to try and touch. You okay. can help us. He, he talked about the shoe bread. He talked about mm. spiritual sacrifices. He talked about Jesus being the priest. Yeah. Can you just summarize that end part or just, just bring out a little clarity for us, for people who may not have understood the ending? You okay. know, yes. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I don't think we have that much time anymore. And <laughs> I, I'm not even sure. Maybe Reverend will bring clarity more <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to that place. Okay. Um, well, I think more of what Pastor Bukimi was saying caught my interest a okay. lot more. Yes, because yes. one thing I noticed is the, you know, sometimes when you ask a question, we want to answer. Sometimes it's not really about the answer. It's that mm. the question might be what's wrong. Right? Mm. When you say, oh, what should I do? Mm what should I do? I'm trying to do this and I can't do it. I, mm. It's not really about it. And that's what he was, he was look, speaking about, the underlying thing okay. that is already there. Okay. That when that thing is inside you, doesn't matter. The devil is not in, doesn't have to even interfere with your decision-making conversation. Should I do not? <laughs> you know that in the end, what he has put there will win. Yes. At the end. Okay. Right? So growing to fullness of Christ, it is not a logical process or an activity, the way I see it is it is a complex operation of mm. grace, grace. Mm. Yes. within the heart. And that's what Timothy was saying, that you see, this grace that bringeth salvation has appeared, teaching them that denying ungodliness, mm. what it does, that you might be able to live godly, soberly, and righteously in his presence. Mm. Now that teaching operation of grace is saying, is a complex operation, right, yeah. that is within the heart, 
that when grace is grace movement within the heart is revelatory. Mm. It is not decision. It is more of revelatory. Eventually, decision-making will come out of the revelations that have become rich within, within the soul. Praise mm. God. About the, the part you mentioned, quite finally, before we, we hand over for the, the charge of Pastor Femi, um, is that what I just saw from what Reverend was saying at the end, I think where he almost landed was he began to speak about priesthood. And he, he spoke about the, the priesthood, how it's the priest um, who, or the cornerstone, is the teacher of offering okay. of sacrifices. Hmm. And you see the purpose of a to build of a stone and bringing you into preciousness hmm. is so that you can offer up sacrifices okay. on God that are acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Hmm. Right? So that cornerstone, you see the cornerstone is precious. Yes. Right? The chief cornerstone is precious. It means he has the attribute of the highest point in Christ, of the fullness of Christ. Hmm. But you see him connecting from the foundation yes. up to the fullness. Means that in that point, he's actually taking an instructing position mm. at every point to teach sacrifices, yes. to, to prepare the soul and teach the soul how to offer up sacrifices uh, to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back here again tomorrow morning. I hope we've all been blessed. Um, have a wonderful rest of the day. Bye-bye.